back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from our youth and see how it stands up. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. And we are watching The Animorphs, episode five of season two. Not my problem. And today we are joined by a very special guest, one Matt Hoadley. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Pretty great. Uh, I, As I understand it, You've got some feelings about this episode. I am drinking heavily to deal with what we just watched. And I got to be honest, guys, I kind of wish I hadn't chosen this episode. Partially because someone actually requested it because they had seen it. But also because this episode was the exact wrong episode for me. It's, I think in general, the wrong episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I do want to ask, I do want to start with a question. Um, you said this was season two, episode five? It's weirdly numbered where there's only like 26 episodes, but I guess they broke it up into two seasons. Okay, because the YouTube video, spoilers, you can watch this on YouTube, but you shouldn't. Um, <laughs> well, if you're going to you watch should. it, do a YouTube yeah, so don't you don't pay, pay for it money. like I did. Also I? that. Uh, yeah. but just don't watch it, really. Um. <laughs> On YouTube, it said Season 1, Episode 17. Yeah, it's all screwed up. Okay. That's why we got all futzed up and when we accidentally did the episode you wanted to do without you because the, 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 the order yeah, was wrong. You know, I don't, I don't especially feel bad ever having listened to that episode. I think I dodged a bullet, and <laughs> I dodged a bullet into a bigger bullet. So, I guess, sucks to be me. Out of the uh, frying pan into the fire. Man, the, a fire would be nice. This just feels <laughs> like an inferno. Uh, Wikipedia also labels this as episode 17 of season one. Episode or Season one has 20 episodes, and season has two like six. has six. Yeah, yep. which is why I was confused when we were already in season two when we got to season two on Amazon. It's almost as though nobody know what the shit's happening in this thing. Unless Amazon split it more evenly just on their end, so you weren't spending $3 on 20 episodes <laughs> and then $3 on six episodes. They I... repackaged it. That does make sense, but they also changed the credit sequence. That's true. So, I, who the fuck knows, man? It, it doesn't make any sense. This is our fault bottom. for looking for logic in the chambers yeah, of the human heart. That's really just, just a non-starter all, all around. And, you know, it's a rookie mistake to look for logic in these special kind of television programs. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad no one else gave this, that no one in the entire production team gave even a minute of thought to this. <laughs> That makes me feel a little better about what y'all put me through. <laughs> That's fair. But uh, I've got some questions. Uh, Hit me. Matt, uh, did you, were you a fan of this, the book series? I, I think I went with... Okay, so my mom was an elementary school librarian. So nice. I had direct pipeline access to that good, good crack called the Scholastic Book Fair. Ooh. It's the best position to be in oh, man. like I, I was able to go through it before it officially opened and pull out everything i wanted um the oh, trade-off man. was i also had to dress up as the characters so there was a <laughs> non-zero number of years where i was a turtle <laughs> oh buddy and let me tell you don't ever ever smell one of those costumes <laughs> 
there is so much sweat and other Ugh. things that are probably best not thought about for sure in them that it's just bad. Somebody's definitely sneezed in that head you're wearing. Yeah. <laughs> I even even like 20 years removed, I'm still a little traumatized by it, but I kind of dug the turtle costume because it was just like who cares? No one knows it's me. I can just be this turtle who's just like by my book. So, I don't, you know. Was it Franklin? It was. Nah. Got it in one. I, I'm going to be real with you. I, I missed the book order. I missed getting that newsprint sheet and looking through and checking off books that I wanted. Right? So it those was, are good times, man. If Listen, if someone, if some big publishing company would start doing book fairs in public libraries for adults, <laughs> I would be more broke than I already am. <laughs> yeah. Someone send that idea to Random House and tell them to pay me, like, $5 a month for it, and it's there forever. Uh, yeah, so I was 100% on board with Animorphs um, through a particular saga that everyone's familiar with, and then not much further after that. Ah, okay. Well, Is it the stupid David thing that you people are all obsessed fuck with? Fuck David! Oh, David's fuck the that worst! Little... That's fine, but who gives a fuck? We He's do. the everyone, worst, Literally Jake. everyone else, Jake! I just don't care about him. D- listen, listen. <laughs> Apathy helps the abuser. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. And uh, David is a fucking abuser. Fuck that dude. I hope he's still alive on an island screaming. <laughs> Trapped in a rat morph like he deserved. That was too good for him. Oh, my God. Fuck it, David. Uh, so, yeah. I, did we just circumvent one of your questions? Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> Did you have a favorite Animorph? <sighs> Mine's okay. David from now on. <laughs> Man, fuck it, David. <laughs> um, I think originally it was Jake. Sure. Jake was the kind of person I kind of wanted to be. Um, He's got a tiger morph, and that's pretty boss. Also, yeah, like, for reals. He could turn into a dog. That's <laughs> amazing. Um, as I got older, like, middle school, high school age... I identified more with Tobias because I was also a sort of mopey loner. Uh, sure. But nowadays, if I had to choose an Animorph nowadays to be like, you're the best. 100% Rachel. Nice. 100% Rachel. And while I think her ending is probably the most accurate to the character, mm-hmm. I hate it. Yeah. It is. It's a bummer. The, yeah, the, I... This is also one of the questions of how did you like the ending of the series? Man. <sighs> I I wanted them to have a happy ending, and that's not what they got. That's also, like, that wasn't the the books. There was never yeah. going to be the happy ending, you know? No. Um, but I think the ending's fine. Like, it's... Like I said, Rachel got the most appropriate to her character ending out of all of them. Uh, fuck a Cassie. In retrospect, <laughs> looking from the ending back, fuck it, Cassie. Um, but I think people feel that way. Jake probably ends up being the person who has the most developed character at the end, and the person whose like motivation you understand the most. I said yeah. the most way too many times in that sentence. It's cool. I can edit it out, but like <laughs> he won't. He. D- <laughs> Jake did call it early on in the series where, like, his he's looking at his grandpa's World War II footlocker. He's like, man, after this is over, I'm going to just not want to talk about any of the, not deal with it. Yeah, it's, 
I mean, look, from a whole from a series that is a downer as a whole, <laughs> I don't know why anyone expected the ending to be any better. <laughs> that is that is fair. And something I had not considered. If we do any more series that has a book that it's based on, we gotta decide long enough that I can reread them because everyone we've spoken to has really intelligent things to say about these goddamn children's books. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know. They turned into lions. That is neat. Well, I mean, that is thing. pretty neat. Yeah. That, that fact notwithstanding, these books have like 15 size font. You could read them probably in an entire or the entire series in like a weekend. Yeah, but you know how my life is now. If it's not Star Wars, I don't give a fuck. I'm really not very well rounded. I'm an awful person. <laughs> it's, got, it's got aliens, it's got blasters, it's got weird monsters, it's got all the stuff you like in it. That's true. No one's wearing a vest, though. Well, they can't. They morph out of it. Just... Well, not in this. Yeah. <laughs> I was also going to say, in the books, their time travel tries to make sense. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I think that covers all of the questions I usually ask. Oh, wait, I had one more. Uh, sh- if you were to have the morphing power yourself, what kind of animal would you want to be? Ooh. I mean, you kind of answered it earlier with dog, but... Uh, dogs of- are very good, but but I, I would either go with a fox... Okay. Or... A bird. It's just bird. some sort of bird. <laughs> any bird? Uh, like, any, like a cassowary? Well, any bird that could actually just like fly long distances. Because oh, okay. if I can just fly myself to anywhere I want to be, that's great. Maybe an albatross. One of those that can just fly over an ocean if they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, those birds are pretty neat. Everything I know about albatross is from the rescuers down under. <laughs> I mean, not inaccurate. Yeah. I thought that was a golden eagle. That's the one that the man is trying to kill. Oh. The albatross takes them places. The albatross is their Australian outback tour guide. No, that's a kangaroo rat. What's name is Jake. Oh, All my right. favorite characters' names and things are called Jake. Didn't the albatross have an Australian accent, too? No, because he's in the first one. Oh. And he... He wore a sardine can, right? That was yeah. Cool. He's John Good... Or, not, he's um, John Candy in... Down oh, Under, and he's some yeah. other legendary comedian in the first one. I need to rewatch those movies, apparently. I'll be real. I thought it was a seagull. I didn't know it was an albatross. Nah, he's an albatross. Okay. I believe you. I just uh, Don't they say albatross off? air? I think so. That could just be the name of the airline. <laughs> I mean, then it's false advertising You don't sky. fly on spirits. I just want you to write down that I knew stuff that wasn't about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's literally recorded. Oh, yeah. Right. Good job. We're good. So, what do you say we just start this mess? I mean, better out than in. We open up, and Jake's wandering through the halls of high school, and there's a note on his locker that is completely illegible on standard definition. Don't worry, it won't come up again. Yeah, completely irrelevant to everything. I have a question for y'all. Because y'all have watched the rest of this train wreck of a show. Yes. Has this been... Is this... Two questions. Is this, like, the most teenage, angsty, moody Jake has ever been? Yes. So far. Second question, and I feel like it's kind of a non-issue now. Has this been building up to what we see in Jake? (laughs) No, not at all. He has a few complaints about Tom being a controller, but no, nothing 
like this big. Right? Also, oh, oh, they, dead. they've only been Animorphs for like two, or three. Yeah, weeks. what are we? Seventeen. They've episodes only done in? like four missions. I don't know why he's all uppity about it. But. At one point, they do mention that it's been a, a little bit since the episode before it. That's the only indication of the passage of any sort of time. <laughs> good, good. I'm, you know I'm so happy. Maybe that was a note saying that Chapman wanted to see him or something. Doesn't that come up? I mean, no, that's in the dream. That's oh, that's, okay. that's in the other thing that I'll yell about here shortly. I I feel like this is just like okay. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You'd think that they would have done an over-the-shoulder shot so we could read it, but it's it doesn't mean a single or have thing. him talk about it like he he voiceovers a lot. Yeah, and like. I feel like they lost an opportunity because all he had to do to shut down Marcus, Marcos, and Rachel is just be like, hey, I got this note. I can't deal with y'all right now. Sorry, got to go be a real kid. Yeah. But I instead, guess. Marco and Rachel pop up and they want help. What do they want? Marco wants to play video games. Right. And, and Rachel, Rachel needs, needs help, help with, with something. Something. Oh. Yeah. Nebulous okay. something. Which, okay. First, Marco can fuck right off. Video games, not important enough to warrant this kind of anger from him. And irregardless of anything else, Jake, you asshole, go help your cousin. I know, there's a weird, lot of weird sexual tension between him and his cousin in yeah, this episode. It was yeah, it was This is the first time that's come up. <laughs> I don't like it, and we're gonna get to it. It's... Uh. Usually Marco and Rachel have, like, a fun sexual tension that, like, sort of works because they're not related. Yeah, they don't explicitly tell us how related they are at, you know, random times like we do with Rachel and Jake. But that's fine, I guess. I mean, listen, maybe Tobias is busy on some off days and she just has to go with Marco, but... Yeah, you can't always morph a bird to go fuck. You gotta, (laughs) gotta get it where you can get it. Just it not is from your school. cousin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm. At least they didn't go like, well, we're like third cousins or something like that <laughs> earlier on, like they did in Next Mutation when Venus showed up. Or they're like, let's fuck that girl turtle. Yeah, and they're like, we're far enough removed. It's okay. We're not even brothers. It's fine. I still can't believe y'all watch that show from toe to tip. <laughs> That's that is my waking nightmare. I would <laughs> rather watch all of VR Troopers and Beetleborgs before I watch that show again. <laughs> Well, good news. We may have some things in the works. Yes. <laughs> it's probably those things eventually. Maybe. I don't know. I we mean, tried Beetleborgs. Beetle... was pretty successful. What's that? Well, Beetleborgs was pretty successful. Yeah, and also bad. remember when we tried Beetleborgs and we couldn't do it? I do recall that. That was, was like terrible. the... We tried that before this and it did not take... What did I call it? Beetle Bonded? <laughs> what? I think I called it Beetle Bonded. As are the title of the show. I don't remember. Because they use beetle binders, and we were bound to our task of completing the thing. Yeah, but we bailed on it immediately. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> like, I halfway mean... through it, you were like, fuck, I This can't. is dumb. I'm not doing this. Fuck Flabber, or whatever his name was. Look, at it... least Beetleborgs has a Joe in it. This show doesn't even have that. <laughs> it has two Joes. <laughs> it's got a very watered-down Rachel that's basically interchangeable with Cassie. Pretty, Especially in this episode. So, yeah, this is, I don't understand why Jake is being this particularly angsty if there's no reason for it. I, 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 I don't know, but he bails on his friends and goes home. He yells for his mom, and then upon hearing no 
answer, he just goes to the fridge. And touches all of the condiments. Just everything. Just A fridge touch, full touch, of touch, condiments touch, and no food. How embarrassing. But then Tom just sneaks up on him. And, and whips an orange at him. From point blank range, I guess. And There's no in, sense of space, but it's super weird. Yeah, from, from the, the way they shot this. And listen, I'm going to put a lot of blame for this episode on editors. Because this is a mess from an editing production design. Like The whole it, show is. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. it's, we're used to it, so it's hard to tell these days. This one's just, like, it feels like they even got stuff out of order chronologically. But we'll get there. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like, you see Tom, and there's like a flash of orange, and then Jake is holding an orange, and it looks like it was an inch away. <laughs> yes, it does. It's like Bruce Lee's one punch, or one inch punch, but with an orange. Yeah, like, was Tom trying to murder him with citrus? Yes, of course. He's a controller. I, I mean, I he guess it's fair considering he, he doesn't lift a finger when his idiot friends try to bully Jake into basketball. Yeah, that whole scene was super weird because they just appear out of nowhere. Very menacingly. Yeah, and then the one dude just gets in Jake's face. I mean, Tom's just like, eh, leave him alone. It's fine. I don't, I don't give a shit. Beat him up. It's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Why not just beat the fuck out of him and turn him into a controller? <laughs> well, mom and dad were coming home from the grocery store. Uh, they could have had him beat up by then. Probably. <laughs> they just needed to take him outside. and Yeah, beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> Except they've already done the Jake is a controller story, so uh, that's boring <laughs> now. Oh, wait. <laughs> so, Jake angrily goes upstairs and slams his door shut, and for some reason there's just a... A, a section of chain on his door. Okay, so that's not challenge. always there? I, I don't remember it. I don't know why it's there. People made it's, some choices no in this episode. You know, it's a boy's room. He needs boy things like chains and drumsticks with no drums. <laughs> they used to... Do you remember that? When we were young, they had the drumsticks that had, like, speakers in them. Like, yeah. they were on wires and and, the, and you could drum. Mm-hmm. I just remembered that. That's all. <laughs> okay. They have updated versions of that that are basically MIDI drums, just without any MIDI pads. Oh, really? It's pretty great. And yeah, I well, if it. the technology... We, we've come far enough, we could probably make that really good. <laughs> get me some of those for the next episode, Sky. Yeah, right Here's away. the Patreon money. <laughs> I'll get right on that. <laughs> so, Jake sits down on the edge of his bed and starts to angst. And uh, we got a Force Ghost. Okay, okay, all right. Okay, fuck this Force Ghost Quantum Leap asshole. Just boot to the head this dude. What the even fuck? I don't know, but so, it's, it's very clear Jake thought he was alone and farted, because that guy's face in that whole scene. Like, okay, okay. I remember enough of the books to remember that the Elmist was... Not an asshole. Well, he was complicated, but he also didn't just look like some guy who wandered onto set that day. I was going to say, he wasn't just an old man, right? Yeah, he was just some alien dude. Yeah, he looked like a space wizard. Uh, And this is just a blue force ghost of some Jedi we never heard of. I think if I recall from the color of the Illumis Chronicles, he looks kind of like the concept art of Yoda before he became the Yoda we know. Yeah, I think that's right. I can't corroborate that, but I believe you. I can and will. <laughs> so, I believed you. But... Okay, so I have an issue with what the Elmist 
offers and what he does. <laughs> yes. Because they're two very different things. He offers, like, hey, Jake, if you're really this tired of everything, well, fine. You've served your species well. I'll make it go away. Yeah. Because, like, Jake is upset. He doesn't want to be an Animorph anymore. And the Alamos is like, for real? And Jake says, yeah, this isn't my fight. Blah, blah, blah. I'm a teenager. And he's... He... <laughs> In the books, Jake is just like, I don't want to be leader. I'm not the leader. We're, you know, we all vote and blah, blah, blah. And here he's like, yeah, it's all on me. I don't want to do it anymore because I'm a quitter. Those four missions must have been really rough on him. <laughs> Plus, they he were. can't get with his cousin because she's busy with a bird. I mean. Also, why is he so pissed? He got to go into goddamn outer space. <laughs> like, that was the last episode, wasn't it? Two uh, episodes ago? It was very recently. He, like, just got back from fucking outer space. And his got biggest problems lag. are, uh, school might be a little rocky right now, my best friend wants to play video games, and my cousin has a major problem that needs help. <laughs> oh, also yeah, her dad, like, left, and now she just needs a friend and some family around. Jake's probably the paternal figure in her life now. <laughs> That's sure actually hell pretty true, Tom. because she's the leader. Or he's the, did I say she? Because he's the, the quote-unquote leader. Well, listen, we all know Rachel should have been. Well, Rachel has some impulse control issues. but Not, not in the show, Rachel does she? Completely. Does, does she have those problems in the show? No. Not then really. she Rachel, should be the leader. Rachel's only characteristic in the show is she does gymnastics. And she Tobias. She also occasionally oh, yeah. enjoys shopping. <laughs> Very occasionally, yeah. Not as much as you'd think. Like, we've seen her holding bags at least once. And that's one more than the rest of the group. So. <laughs> so the only thing that differentiates her and Cassie is one likes animals and one likes shopping yep, or gymnastics. Yeah. Cassie does chores. <laughs> okay. And uh, the rest kind of sit around and watch. That's uh, very helpful. It reads like a fourth grade book report. <laughs> Rachel does shopping. Cassie does chores. Well, Jake is leader. Keep in mind, this was the 90s. And as I understand it from comedians of the time, women were always shopping. That is true. <laughs> in any event the elemist is like yeah you uh you did the thing for your service i'll go ahead and grant your wish okay Here we go. okay here's here's my problem here's my second thing with this elemist deal what he's asking for like the the implication of the wish is from this point forward this problem isn't yours that's how i understood it yes what he does is, life is beautiful, this son of a bitch. <laughs> and shows him, what, the darkest timeline? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also makes him... Well, I guess we'll... We'll get there in a second. Um, but, yeah, here's the thing about erasing his entire service is you took away the reason for you giving him the wish in the first place. I mean, I guess charitably we can say that it was designed to show Jake how important the fight is, but you could do that way easier. Like, you yeah. control time, clearly. You yeah. could have let him not do anything from now on and yeah. be like, oh, look, everything went to shit. Would you like to go back and change your decision, he's, sir? He's been to the future. He saw that future. <laughs> There's so many dark alternate futures. I guess they thought they could beat a dead horse a little bit more. <laughs> Poor Cassie. <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> but in any event, uh, instead of just fixing the problem like we all know the Elemist could, because he's effectively godlike powers incarnate in the story, um, 
because like he changed Tobias back earlier. He freed them from a net, which we all know is impenetrable. Uh, but he reverses time, and Jake's no longer an animorph. And we cut to the to I guess the same day? Question mark. Uh, it, it, got, inconclusive, <laughs> largely irrelevant. <laughs> Fair points. He's wearing a different shirt, so it might so. be tomorrow, or it could be four years ago. <laughs> it's sixteen episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, but Jake grabs cereal, store brand generic O's of some sort. I don't know, and uh, he, he sits down. It's at the wacky table. wheat ri- and rice cereal. Gross. Wacky Ooh. wheat and rice cereal. <laughs> Brought to you by your friends in Canada. And that's that's all <laughs> they have. Canada. There. That milk's not in a bag. Where was this film? <laughs> so, okay. Has, has Jake ever been this, like, assertive and interactive with his parents? Ever? Not at all. No. I think oh. Axe was when he was disguised as Jake. <laughs> That's the most interaction with his parents. Jake I'm going to go ahead and count that. Because they didn't know it wasn't him. Yeah. Fair. So, uh, so right off the bat, if you've been watching this train wreck of a show, you should know that something's <laughs> different? Question mark? Mm-hmm. Okay, because what I feel like they're getting at is there's a big problem coming up where some parts of this show, they expect people to understand subtlety. And other parts of this episode, they take a rusty nail-covered 2x4 right to your temple. And then they tell you that what they just hit you with wasn't a two by four. That sums it up pretty well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how y'all do this. This is already hurting me. Don't fuck with time travel, kids. <laughs> I don't think it's time travel. I think it's a dream, like you said, to to show him why he's important. Like in the Muppets Very Merry Christmas. <laughs> when David Arquette comes back as an angel to show Kermit why he's important to the Muppets. Oh, I can't stand Life is Beautiful on its own. I really could not handle a Muppet version. If you disparage Muppets once more, I will pull all of these plugs. (laughs) I love a Muppets Take Manhattan. I love some of those Muppet movies. I don't like the source material of that particular one. All right, that's fair. As long as we're all on the same page. Muppets are great. Uh, (laughs) Sky always diffusing these situations. (laughs) So Jake is being more parental about Tom than his parents are. Yeah, because his parents are arguing about him doing Tom doing too much. And then Jake's like, I'll talk to him. I'll figure it out. It'll be fine. And then he makes up some bullshit about needing help with math. Yeah, and, that's not uh, a good joke. No. It, it, and then Tom I, or Tom and Jake's very generous. Tom and Jake's parents are like, "Hey Tom, are you going to be around tonight because we have tickets for a thing and we need you to watch this full-grown boy?" I guess so. And then Tom's just like, I'll just take him to the sharing, I suppose. It is way easier. So th- they go to school, I guess. Um, and we see Tobias creeping around like a creep. And Jake gives him the stink eye as he walks by, which is... Well, uh, well, hold on. First, first we have Jake and Rachel talking about Tobias being a creeper. Mm-hmm. And Rachel asking Jake if he's jealous that Rachel might like Tobias. Yep. Yes. Uh, that made me so very uncomfortable. That's the first. Unless, unless in this universe Jake is gay and 
she thought that maybe he liked Tobias. That's the only way I'm comfortable with this interaction. But I, but then immediately they joke about getting Cassie to go to this thing tonight. Yeah. Do you think, I mean, the maybe what was meant to be implied is that he wishes he had a stalker? I... That's I the don't only think... logical explanation. It doesn't come across. <laughs> There's just nothing fun or good about this, even for the 90s. <laughs> and that's a low bar. But jealous. Ugh. Ugh. Why? Why, everyone? Why? Also, why is Rachel wearing black on the top and brown on the bottom? It's She's gross. more than that. Why do all these kids have blinders? Because it's 1998. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did you not? You. Did you not I, have a trapper keeper? Sky <laughs> has always been 45 years old, so he had a briefcase <laughs> from the moment he was birthed. I 100 percent believe that. It's obnoxious <laughs> as fuck in real life. Might come across charming and sweet on podcasts, <laughs> but try and do something fun with him. You know what's great is all of my friends are finally aging up into our pers- or into my personality. And I don't have to deal with a bunch of 16-year-olds anymore. It's pretty cool. You, I'm, I mean, it is nice to always look back and be like, man, I'm glad I'm not a shitty teen anymore. <laughs> Except we were all 16-year-olds until about three years ago. <laughs> look, that'll happen. That's just part of the deal. I'm still 12 sometimes, so. <laughs> but now they got booze in them. Uh, so, after... Uh, Jake and Rachel have that very uncomfortable conversation. We jump over to Ch- Principal Chapman's off, Vice Principal Chapman's office. It just says principal on his it office. It does. In this a, yeah. I guess, who the hell knows? Uh, uh, but Jake was summoned into the office to see him. Uh, so he shuts the door, and we get a shot of Tobias looking skeptically at where Jake was for way too long. Yeah. And Jake (laughs) noticing and eyeing him back. And then it's the science lab, and they're just people, like, blowing their mouth, using their mouth to blow into a bucket of chemicals. Which, (laughs) from working in a school, that poster is everywhere. Do not (laughs) put the things in your mouth. Yeah, because you could die. The experiment, apparently, is just make a vinegar and baking soda volcano without all the paper mache. Yep. They used a bottleneck beaker. It's fine. Or that uh, an Ermile flask. I think God helpful. damn it, Sky. Get it right or get a new podcast. <laughs> this is my podcast. It's our podcast. I edit it. Yeah, but, but like, every kid's up. doing a different thing. Like, why? what chaos agent is running this chemistry class where they're just like, here, kids, take some chemicals and mix shit together. The same geniuses that have been losing against five teenagers. <laughs> Fair point. Rachel and Tobias are chemistry partners, and uh, this isn't a thing that she brought up when, like, you'd think she would have brought it up, where he's like, oh, he probably wanted to talk to me about chemistry. That's why he's following me. That guy's in my class. He's my friend. Yeah, he's not just some guy. He's someone I talk to every day. But instead, she was just like, hey, Jake, you want to fuck a little? I'm tired of my chemistry lab partner, fuckboy. You're next. Yeah. (laughs) Remember that time at the family reunion when we got a little tipsy? Yeah. When Tom spiked the punch, it was great. Uh, Gross. Because Tom's 40, and he can buy booze for us. He is absolutely a 30-year-old. I hate it. 
I hate Dawson casting on the surface of it. <laughs> Especially in a show where, like, everyone else is a teenager. Like, they of all... Of appropriate act- age, yeah. Yeah. They all look like they should, except him. Yeah. Ugh. It looks like he should be just going to whatever movie thing his parents are going to with them. Yeah. Okay, He's definitely so... the child from a, a first marriage. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, so they're... Tobias is being all weird and like, oh, the world's in danger. And look at that girl over there. She's changed her personality. And I'm being subtle about this, I swear. (laughs) Except to the point where he's like, everyone's in danger, even you. I mean, I understand why he's not the leader. Also, I guess Elfangor was a drama queen. (laughs) I would have. Yeah, that's that tracks. But also. Axe doesn't come up, so Tobias is in this by himself? Oh yeah, and Axe is dead, wherever he fell. <laughs> Whatever. But Where did they find Axe in the show? I don't remember. They in didn't... a building! They just found him in a fucking building, because he landed his ship and left it. So he's dead in there. There's I... not even, like, grass for him to eat. He's just eating gravel. Walking around on gravel, eating that. They couldn't take the two seconds to mention it. <laughs> well, I... at one point, Tobias does say we. So it makes me think that there's someone helping him. Oh, yeah. Okay, but we see see Axe's actor later. He's just not in this thing. Correct. The hell? Because he couldn't couldn't be that guy because that's everyone's DNA together. So they'd have to pay for the Andalite puppet, and they ain't going to do that. (laughs) That makes sense. I mean, listen, they spend all that money on an animal later on. (laughs) Yeah, you can rent those. You don't have to pay a human to stand in the up at the thing. That's true. Well, you don't have to pilot a a, like the back half as a horse. You only just need a torso up. Yeah, (laughs) and somebody holding the styrofoam tail. Uh, I'm 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 actually a little sad I didn't get to see that disaster. Nah, you're you're good. I'm really surprised they didn't just have the same human actor be him in this and just ignore the fact that it would have to be the four people who aren't Animorphs. DNA. Yeah, they ignored a lot of other logic in this episode. Yeah, so why not ignore that logic? I don't know. They had at least one script supervisor. But uh, So we cut to after school and Cassie and Rachel are walking home and uh, Rachel says, and I quote, He's totally crackers. Like, off the deep end. Yeah. Uh, He's totally crackers. You know that popular saying from our, our youth? That definitely I, I mean, wasn't written by a guy who got his r- first writing job in the 40s. Yeah. She does uh, pretty quickly follow up by saying how cute he is, so... They both do. Cassie and Rachel think that Tobias is cute. And they're like, sure, he's certifiably insane, but I'd fuck him. They... Uh, he thinks that there are slugs in people's brains, but yeah, he's cute. That's fine. That's all I'm really looking for. I'm in high school. It's fine. Yeah. <sighs> I just want to get pregnant and be a mom, have a TV oh. show. <laughs> uh, the 90s sucks. Um, so- I don't think there were pregnant mom TV shows yet at this point. No, just not more. yet. Reality TV had not yet destroyed our lives. <laughs> but... One of them could have had that experience and gone on to become a producer and thought, oh, this will make a great show. Right. And <laughs> Rachel invented in 16 turn, and Pregnant. both gave birth to a child in real life and the idea for Teen Mom. Ugh. <laughs> so Rachel does manage to be wingman for her cousin and get Cassie to go to a club? 
Is it a spider club? The spider club. I hate everything about it. Yeah. It's like that bar rescue where they had to rescue that bar (laughs) that was Halloween themed and it was terrible. I'm going to go ahead and say that anything Rachel decides to do that isn't hook up with her cousin is completely fine with me. I mean, yes. Sky, listen, if the two cousins are hot enough, it's fine. Uh, this ain't Arkansas, my dude. They are in <laughs> San Diego? <laughs> can well, they can't tell us. It could yeah. be. It's close enough to an ocean, maybe? It's far enough north that they say sorry and a boo. <laughs> Listen, there's no, there's no helping Vancouver stand-ins. <laughs> but uh, we cut over to the driveway of Jake's house where he and Tom are shooting hoops uh, like they used to and apparently still do. Yeah, they For never no stopped. Reason? For no reason. For no reason? For funsies? For no reason, right? Nothing happens in this scene except that Jake gets all... Okay, Jake gets all on Tom's case for... Which, what we're going to learn very soon, doesn't matter. Correct. Also, Jake's dad comes and takes the ball and shoots... Uh, shoots, and he, he does make the shot, but it rolls around the rim, and then he says, Swish! <laughs> That's not when you say that, man. Even but Sky knows that. I know also, if you're not sports. part of the game, you're not allowed to get points. <laughs> That's true. Unless um, this is Calvin Ball, in which case they're <laughs> missing some very important pieces of equipment. You need eye masks. You need flags. You need croquet mallets. You need a tiger. And in this universe, Jake can't morph. <laughs> He's not even the right tiger anyway. Yeah. His tiger's white. Ew. <laughs> Ew. So, after this nothing that happens in the driveway, we cut over to the Spider Club. I hate everything about this knock-off-the-bronze. Yeah, it's it's uncomfortable. Okay, let me ask a question here, because I feel like like y'all are at least close enough that our childhoods were probably kind of similar in a similar time frame. Did y'all ever, ever have, like, a club that was for not-drinking-age people? Well, yes. <laughs> we didn't. Sky <laughs> and I didn't go. The, uh, Zero Gravity is what it was called. It only oh, just right. recently closed down. Remember Zero yeah, Gravity? Yeah, I remember ads I don't... for Zero Gravity. Wait, wait, wait. These were you. real? Yeah, I don't even remember... I don't even think anyone, like, we were even kind of close to ever went. I but... know one person who went. People I knew in college, because they lived closer to it, a lot of them went. Their gimmick was they had a, a dance floor that raised. They also had foam parties and shit in there. That so. sounds like someone probably got trapped under that dance floor and died. <laughs> that, I mean, I'm not going to say that didn't happen, but I have no proof that it did. If you Google... Uh, hide a body well enough. Zero gravity uh, <laughs> all ages club. I think there are articles people wrote about it as it was closing, like <laughs> just being like, "This is the worst." <laughs> I yeah. just yeah, I didn't think these were real. Like, I well, grew why up would they be? How could you a, make a profit? I grew You're marketing up near to kids a big who don't city. have money. That's uh, I don't. You know, <laughs> just wrecked my brain a little bit more than this whole turd of an episode did. 
making all kinds of discoveries. That today, must aren't be you? why we didn't hate it quite as much because <laughs> I was fully aware that this is a thing that actually did happen. And now I'm sure all of those kids would in real life actually be drunk because they would have like Pre-game. passed a bottle around in the parking lot before they went in, or they did a. Or the staff of would not give two shits. Yeah, no, it's just. The staff would be 22-year-old guys trying to hook up with these 17- and 18-year-old girls who are fucked out of their mind on ecstasy. I wish I could say you the 90s, but that's just you humanity. Yeah, that's um, just you men. Dudes. Gah. Yeah. Gross. We're not the best. No. Why Why are we all awful? Um, so Rachel shows up, and <laughs> did anyone else feel like she looked the most uncomfortable at everything? Yeah. Well, first off, she's dressed like a mom, which is nice. She's very modestly dressed, which I appreciate. But I guess she's not more or less dressed up than anybody else. Marco's got a fucking sweater tied around his neck. Yeah, listen. he's already a controller. Yeah, whatever's up with Marco, like, they were just like, we have you on set, I guess. Go put on something different than you normally wear and just lounge. <laughs> and what... Like, the, the whole, con- whole con- fucking controller thing is to, like, hide in the brain and fit in until we take over. Yeah, there's but supposed they, to be a seamless transition. They keep talking about how people change completely, like that girl in science class or Marco now. Like, they're not doing a good job. Nope. Uh, and, he tells and then her to Marco, keep her ears open. Yeah, that line? That line is not subtle, my dude. No, it also is meaningless in this instance. Because he didn't ask her to listen around for something specific. He's just like, keep your ears open. Because I'm an alien and I'm going to put something in your ears. That'll control your brain because I'm an alien. Yeah, it's bad and gross. What do you think the odds are this set was used for a different television show in a Halloween episode? Oh, there's no no way it wasn't. They were just like, it's the Spider Club. (laughs) Obviously. Uh. Yeah, it's not great. Thankfully, Jake saves her. Well, y- yeah. From Marco? Uh, she at least Quest- sees him and walks right over to him. Why aren't Marco and Jake hanging out? I don't know. I mean, I guess we do know because they're both controllers. But why would you think they'd hang out more? Because people yeah. at the sharing hang out together. Yeah, I don't. It's not good. Unless they got, like, frenemy slugs. (laughs) That could be. Tobias shows up, also. Tobias shows up, and also, like, in the middle of Rachel talking to Jake about something she's concerned about, he gets up and bails on her. (laughs) Just like, oh, excuse me, someone who I'm not related to that I might be able to hump. (laughs) Yeah. He runs right over to Cassie. But then he and Cassie talk like they don't hang out. Like, yeah. it's real, like, early days, like, talking to a girl. Yeah. So you could come and hang out with us. And then she's like, no, nah, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yeah, your your best friend is over here. You know yeah, but nah. Who's my I gotta, cousin? I gotta take a wicked dump. <laughs> I just don't like you. You're, like, hitting on your cousin, and I'm not into that scene. Yeah. I was into you until I saw you touch Rachel's bum. <laughs> So I'm going to go wash this bad feeling away. Yeah. I'm going to do a shitload of ecstasy in the bathroom. (laughs) It's the only way I'm going to relax and feel alive. So, like, Jake sees Tobias and he follows him backstage to futz about with the mixing board? I don't know what the shit's happening here. There's a thing of spoons there. (laughs) Hello, fellow teenager. 
You are not supposed to be in this area, thank you, sir. Fucking narc. But then, like, Rachel told Jake that, hey, Tobias thinks that they're alien slugs. So Jake pops in there. He's like, I think everybody's acting suspicious also. I think the sharing's a front. And Tobias is like, yeah, dude, me too. Let's do this thing. We'll be Except not forever. here. And Jake's like, no, I don't really believe that. I think you've been watching too much Mystery Science Theater. Which is, that's, that's not the, the thesis of Mystery Science Theater. Are there even aliens, like, on the cast? They're all robots, right? Yeah. It, eventually, in later seasons, there were some aliens. It did not matter. <laughs> Nor would it have been anything resembling the point of the show. I mean, maybe he's saying that you've been watching too many old, terrible aliens are invading movies? There's a better way to say that called, like, dude, this isn't Invasion of the Body Snatchers, even though it literally is. Yeah. Or The Thing, or any of the other ones. Yeah, like, we're not pod people. Any of these references would have worked so much better than, like, excuse me, fellow young parson, I am a narc. I, I do kind of admire the way Sean Ashmore has one setting, and he just slightly changes his voice during this whole other universe to make it seem like, hello, everyone should know I am a narc, yes, please? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to insult him, I know y'all want him on the show. Oh, he'd be red. And actually, like, I think he does do some pretty good acting later in yeah. this episode. It's just... In the series as a whole, he's a pretty good actor. Yeah. He's just given nonsense. <laughs> he's, he's delivering these lines... In under duress is all I'm saying. I mean, I would a hundred percent buy that someone handed him this script and a cyanide pill and said, "Choose." <laughs> I'd be willing that they handed him this script like twenty minutes before they started rolling, and he's I, just doing his best. It it does feel like like that. That's a good point, Sky. It does feel like what he actually did was he showed up on set and they're like, "Here's our script," and they're like, "Okay, which scenes are we filming? These? Great." And the next day he came and they're like, "Hey, here's an entirely different script." <laughs> We're just—it's gonna work in editing. We're gonna make it work in editing. Just say your new lines. And he was like, "You're paying me this week, right? Great, I'm in." <laughs> Consummate professional. Hey, I get to have scenes with Brooke Nevins. Done. <laughs> All in. There had to be so much like teen sexual tension oh. behind. That's what I want. Is like a, a, a lifetime movie, like tell all. Yeah, like that awful Full House one they had, but <laughs> full Maybe. of teenagers and their angst and their lusty horniness. Maybe that's why there was absolutely no chemistry between Cassie and Jake in this episode. Because they were just grossed out by each other. In real life. Oh. Because she's into Tobias, and Tobias is into her, and he is into Marco, but Marco's into Rachel. And then no one wants to bang the axe, kid. (laughs) There's probably someone. But uh, Tobias tries to leave this exchange, uh, but Tom and his goons have shown up. So the same him. goons who just really want to punch someone. Yeah, it's not great. If they're different goons, you have to pay more people. That's true. And that's fair. And that, but, listen, they already spent their extra budget on this stupid club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there are no adults present. Like, except, except, for, except, for, except for Tom. Yeah, except for 40-year-old Tom. <laughs> I, like, nobody's uh, alarmed by these large goons carrying a kid out by his arms. It's like... Maybe do something, guys. No? Cool. Uh, yeah, everyone's just like, no, this seems normal and fine. Thank you. This is, this is totally fine. This is what happens at the Spider Club. He got caught in the web! How Sorry. dare you? S- stop Jake, that. is this what you have to deal with all the time? <laughs> Every goddamn day. 
I am so sorry. Sorry, right. I I made my bed. Now I gotta sleep in it. I chose poorly. Just embrace being king of Trash Mountain, being that chief raccoon. <laughs> yep. Thank you. Oh, I like it when it turns against you. That never happens. It feels. It feels weird yeah i got listen i i take this role on any podcast i'm on that has two <laughs> guests that like butt heads over things like uh, there's one show where i just partner with the guy who also hasn't watched any of the animes and we just both dunk on the other host that's what oh, i wait do. you don't watch anime either i hate an animu and i never read a mango this is uh i mean i don't have any particular strong feelings about them but this is my new favorite episode <laughs> where i don't have to listen to two people talk about a show from a different country i've never seen i will yell well, about a battle boss just though. watch it, it would be... <laughs> who's got the time you oh we do later when we talk yeah. about pop culture palate cleansers <laughs> yeah we'll get there uh but yeah so the the, the goods rush this kid out nobody cares and then Rachel's like, hey, Cassie. And Cassie's like, so they left like a giant turd on the, like, she she identifies it as, as a slug. But your immediate concern would be like feces on the yeah, sink, right. right? Someone pooped in the sink! <laughs> like, okay, okay, okay. I know like the implication is she stumbled into like a yerk pool room instead of a bathroom. But right. who... The hell were the were the goons supposed to be on guard duty and they were busy roughing up Tobias? Like, <laughs> yeah. what? How incompetent are these assholes? Why wasn't it in its protective thermos? <laughs> unless, or wherever. Unless, of course, Cassie is already a controller and is using this as a way to get to Rachel, who may or may not be a controller, regardless of what the show tries to tell me later, because no one gave this a shit of thought. <laughs> But then we cut over to Tom and Jake, who are looking at each other awkwardly, and then it's revealed that Jake's been a controller this whole time. Okay, in their defense, they do try to do a cool little thing where it's like flashing back and forth between Rachel and Cassie's conversation and Jake and Tom's. Mm -hmm. And eventually, like, it comes to this point where you're like, okay, so Cassie and Rachel know nothing about anything, and Jake knew everything the whole time. If they had put in the dun-dun-dun stinger... (laughs) It would not have hurt it. <laughs> You're not wrong. And at this point, we're only halfway through the episode. <laughs> God damn it. Because yeah. guess what, friends? It's only going to get worse from here. <laughs> Settle in. So, I don't know what the goons did, but they are clearly terrible at their job. Because Tobias not only looks fine, but came to school the next day. Like... If they suspect that he knows shit, and they know for a fact that he does because Jake confirmed it, why yeah, and they had didn't him. they infest him? They had him in custody. There was a yerk there. A loose one, for some reason. <laughs> There's probably more. Go <laughs> shove his head down that toilet. It's fine. He was That yerk was earmarked for a girl who... Uh, Thought this was an actual underage party house and did a shitload of ecstasy, and he didn't want to. She ride died because she yeah. couldn't regulate her body temperature, yeah. and that's she didn't have a the, bottle your of water. to bail. That's why it was loose. Okay, I hate the nineties. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they they Tobias is there, but Jake goes in to have another counseling session with Chapman, and mm-hmm. oh, how the worm has turned! <laughs> but before like Tobias is like. I trust you, Rachel, even though you left my site at this yerk party. I'm sure. I am positive. 
that right. you are completely fine. First thing he says when he walks in and sees her is, you're okay. Or what's he say? You're okay? Nothing yeah. happened to you? Something like that. It's like, you have literally nothing to base that on, dude, other than she is... She has the only competent yerk in the fucking universe. She's not scratching her ear at yeah. that particular moment. She's acting the same. Yeah, which is <sighs> troublesome. Buddy, you were destined to fail. <sighs> yeah, this idiot. Oh. <laughs> and then Cassie pops up and Tobias goes conspicuously silent. Cassie takes the hint and leaves because she's polite. I'm not going to get in the way of my friend getting her swerve on whatever I think of the creep <laughs> she's doing it with. It's true. And he's just like, yeah, she could be one too. And Rachel's like, he's my best friend. And it's like, that doesn't fucking matter! Here's here's my problem. But, Tobias's exact advice is, we can't trust anyone. And he doesn't take that advice himself? Yeah, well... Don't trust anyone except the cute girl I want to bang. Yeah, Yeah. sometimes you're 15 and you (laughs) think with your dick instead of your morphing powers. (laughs) It's true. Everyone, everyone hates Tobias, so he's just making bad decisions. And there's a pretty girl who talks to him, so there isn't a single chance that a regular 15-year-old boy wouldn't just accidentally graze her hand in in fucking chemistry class acquire her morph her in the bathroom and stop you right there stay there for two hours (laughs) oh i hate everything (laughs) i think we discussed this before but uh (laughs) jake shows up Uh... and he spooks tobias off and then jake's just like so what were you talking about with tobias maybe their yurks are in love okay that's not weird that's significantly less weird here's a problem i have Can we spoil shit that's coming up in two minutes? Absolutely. Okay, so later on, in what is probably the only bit of actual dramatic reversal in this entire maybe series, (laughs) it's revealed that Rachel is also a yerk. And Jake says it happened last night. Yes. This is not how you talk to someone who is now your subordinate as of a few hours ago. (laughs) You idiot. Yeah, and as we see in this next scene, Jake's yerk is fairly high up. Because he goes back into Chapman's office to chastise Chapman, who is apparently a lower rank. Why? Why? Why do yerks want to infest children who have no power in society? Like, look, I get it. You're supposed to make your main character look important, but there's no, no reason given that Jake should have been this high ranking official. None at all. You know who can do more stuff is the principal or any adult. (laughs) The man who can buy a gun. (laughs) Like, it's no wonder that an idiot bird boy has succeeded so far. (laughs) Well, we don't know how long Tobias has had the morphing power. I'm going to bet that it's only been a couple of days. I mean, in canon in the universe, it's only been, what, four? Like, in the main reality? (laughs) Oh. <laughs> it's been at least a week because they said it's been uh, at least three days because a yerk died in Jake's head. That's true. All right, so, so we got a week, maybe. Yeah. I would wager Tobias has had it exactly that long and is doing exactly as well. Jake's yerk tells Chapman to get his shit together, or I'm gonna kill you. Basically, he says a lot more words, but that's the crux of it. And as he's leaving, uh, he says to no one because Chapman doesn't have a secretary. It just leads straight into the hall, and it's empty because they can't afford extras. And he's just like, I'll try to be more conscientious next time. Thanks, Mr. Chapman. 
It's just so weird. Why? Why? He didn't know there was no one in the hall. He had yeah, to but cover door. his tracks. And then he didn't stomp on a lizard that is Tobias. I mean, we have I... one instance in morphing in this act. Oh, no, he morphs a, a thing. Yeah, later. there's but... another one coming up. Uh, but there's, like, listen, I guess Jake is just naturally good at whatever role he's in. Because he also seems like the only Animorph who gives two shits about concealing the secret identity. He would be the only, like, Power Ranger that doesn't just yell about it everywhere. He would chastise Tommy Oliver. Hey, maybe let's not scream about it in the middle of a juice bar, okay, buddy? Maybe maybe we could go into the locker room and teleport in there instead of in the middle of the floor, guys. No? Cool. Did they go around the corner? Kind of. But then Tommy screams. Ah, well. He's not a subtle gentleman. But uh, also, no, Jake is terrible at hiding his secret. In the very last episode, he morphed a dog in broad daylight in the middle of a street. God damn it, Jake. I was trying to give you something. He's done that more than once. So he ain't great at it either. Well, he's good about uh, it as a yerk? uh, Yeah. Well, for another two minutes. So Tobias was a lizard, and the a lizard being on the floor of the school is inconspicuous. So it's in a region of America that has copious amounts of lizards. Swarms of lizards. Just every which way. So many lizards, they don't know what's what. Now, the nice thing is we do get this great tableau coming up where, like, Tobias is, like, standing stoically by a locker in the middle of people who probably need to get to that locker. And Jake, <laughs> like, w- old western, like... <laughs> Showdown in the middle of the street, like steps around a corner and just dead eyes him. It's like, if I had a gun, I would shoot you right now. It is and the they most... both just like eyeball it each is other. So awkward. Yeah. Oh, and man, I... Matt, you didn't get to see the Dracon beams. That sucks. Oh, they're, fl- I... they're flashlights. Oh. With, with like a, a compass glued on them. No. It's terrible. That sounds like a kind of prop I used to make years ago, and I just thought super glue and some random bits could make a toy. <laughs> <sighs> Be better, actual budgeted TV show. Yeah. <sighs> but th- this scene where they stare at each other goes on for far too long. It's and then so we, long. We cut to later that day, I that guess. That night? I don't fucking know. But Tobias calls Rachel, and Jake's at her house! In her bedroom. Going through her CDs? But like, it looks like he's old... there to keep an eye on her, which again... Yeah. Not, uh, I know they're trying to like bury the lead on what happened with Rachel and all this, but it's just like, guys, come on. Yeah, also, like, maybe send Cassie in there. That's significantly less conspicuous. And we don't know that she's been turned. And also, we get a very old-fashioned shot where Tobias is standing in a what they call a phone booth. Uh, I've, I've heard rumor of these. I think they sometimes <laughs> can travel through time. I believe that is, in fact, a fact. George Carlin told me so. Yes. Uh, but Tobias is like, hey, meet me at the club or club spider or spider club. Because that, I'll leave, got a, I'll leave a side there. door open for you. Yeah, he says, meet me at the back room, which he does not go in later. We're going to get to that. Sorry. Because <laughs> I'm going to have some words. Uh, and, like, she pretends that it's Cassie calling her because, again, they're burying the lead mm-hmm. on this whole bullshit, which seems unnecessary. It is, at this point, completely unnecessary because they are the only two in the room. 
Yeah, and like, <sighs> it's already established that she has some sort of relationship and communication with Tobias. Right. They're lab partners or whatever. Yeah. This shouldn't be... So a, oh, it's fine. Whatever. She could have pretended it was about chemistry. Yeah, it's... So we cut over to the uh, completely different set of a major restaurant franchise. <laughs> it's got a bar. It's the it's same bar. It's not the same building, right? It's no, that's def- the same bar. It's a different room. There's no neon, or at least it's not lit up. Yeah, nothing's shut on. Different. They're closed. The lighting is different, for sure. <sighs> it... I don't know, but... Rachel wanders oh. around calling for Tobias, and then Jake shows up and yells at her for doing stuff. How dare you try to have a social life with another boy? <laughs> well, maybe he was gonna, or maybe he was worried she was gonna get impregnated in the back room with a spider club like he's heard rumors about. I wanted to have Tobias in the back room with the spider club, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way more comfortable with that. So a lion jumps out at Jake, and he... No, 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 no. A lion stands on a table and growls kind of slightly near him. <laughs> to, to which he panics, turns, and bashes his face on the bar. He bashes it real good, though. <laughs> he knocks himself and right And Rachel out. doesn't bat an eye. No, nah, she's fine. She's like, oh, no, this is perfectly normal, thank you. Yeah, it's just a lion. Those are... Apparently, it's a it's an area of America that has swarms of lizards and prides of lions just wandering about. Yeah, it's just like a, a pastoral painting from a church, just made That's real. Right. How right. how many lions does it have to be before it stops being a pride and becomes a swarm? I don't 42. know. Forty two. Oh, okay. That yep, I will agree. So Tobias is like, well, you're definitely not a yerk, so I'm gonna morph right now in front of you. And tell you all of the information I know. Because he's um, an idiot. Yeah, but first, let's tie up Jake. And he could just be playing dead. Uh, I didn't actually check, and his eyes are opening now, so it's probably fine. But I'm still going to tell you everything I know, because reasons, I guess. And Jake oh, wakes boners. up and... Power of boners, that's right. Yeah. Jake wakes up and gives a speech that I think Fizzer 3 would be proud of? <laughs> yeah. Until Rachel just goes, no, wait, he is the Andalite. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I hate everything. Because, like, at some point, Tobias says, we. He might be indicating Rachel at this point. But uh, uh, I refuse I, to believe that he's capable of doing all this all by himself. Yeah, no. he. This idiot has had help somewhere. Maybe Elfangor doesn't die in this reality. And it's just as incompetent as Tobias. <laughs> well, I mean, so, like father, like son. Yeah. So, yeah, after the, the Rachel reveal, Tobias is aghast and he backs up and all, all of the goons appear. Everyone, every paid extra <laughs> comes and shows up. Yep. Almost and, and every paid actor shows up, yeah. it seems like. Yeah. Except Marco's dad. Except for Jeremy. <laughs> Well, I mean, Marco's not in the scene, right? He's in the background. He's in there. He's in the background. He He doesn't say anything. So, it has been revealed to everyone that Tobias can morph. Tobias has nothing left to lose. Hey, buddy, morph a thing and get away from there. Jake says, do you have the strength to morph? He morphed once. 
and didn't we really exert like himself. Four at a time. Yeah, this shouldn't be a big deal. He didn't. He didn't do much. He didn't exert himself. Just like go grow into something really big that they can't fuck with. Yeah, or go small and escape. No, if you go small, they could stomp on you while you're morphing. Not in yeah. the dark. If you become a fly in the dark and you fly up high enough, they're not going to find if, you. No, but like in the middle of a morph, you so, only have to get to the size of like a toad before they can just stomp on you. Yeah, if you go to that. an elephant, though... Yeah, you'd have to go big. Because when you start getting bigger, what the fuck are they going to do? They have to kill you right away. They would <laughs> just shoot you in the face the second you start morphing. And it doesn't seem like there's a flashlight with a compass on anywhere to be seen. That's true. <laughs> yeah, none of these people are old enough to get a gun, so they don't have any guns. <laughs> but V3 shows up in his human morph. Uh, yeah, where does this dude even come from? Was he just, like, lounging in the darkened areas of this club, just watching the show? Yep. Like any good villain, he shows up whenever there's evil afoot. He was in the back, he fired up a couple of the fryers, and he <laughs> was making some chicken fingers. Oh, sorry, Jake, I was just getting a snack, man. Oh, hey, you did real good, buddy. How about you become a visitor? <laughs> yeah, which is a, not something he can bestow on people. That's a Council of Thirteen kind of thing, but whatever. It's fine. And he just jumps the line real hard, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, Yurks don't care for that sort of thing. They're very number-specific. Yeah. And meanwhile, Tobias just fucking stands there. Hey, dude, do something. Do literally anything. No, I'm crushed because the girl I really just wanted to hump to death is turned on me. Oh, no. And Tom shows up with the protective thermos, and he's, they're going to infest him, or infest uh, Tobias, that is. So the fun part is, in this club, they have categorically lost two actual Yerk slugs, because yes. Jake just <laughs> drops this one on the ground. Yes, because real Jake comes through, and he takes control of his body for a little bit, and then he kneels down on the Yerk. Also, you'd think that the Yurk inside Jake's brain would want to take over Tobias's body. Yeah. yeah. Like, Jake's body is nothing but a tool. Uh, like, so you... Visor 3 got to be Visor 3 because he has an Andalite body. Yeah. That's literally the only thing he has going for him, because he's not good at anything else. So Jake, at least, his plan, Jake's Yurk's plan, at least, followed, uh, like, happened properly. So he should be rewarded with that new body instead of just some rando Slug. And also, I just want to point out all of the health code violations that they are making. Because you can't have just open slugs and open containers. Like yeah, and Fizzer's three's in the back making chicken fingers without gloves on. Uh, he disgusting. probably cooked up that dead slug from earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Say what oh, you yeah. will about the spider club. They have the best damn slugs in town. Mm. Fried escargot. Yeah. This is word. the price of failure in Fizzer 3's army. <laughs> Indeed. So... Jake, real Jake has the freak out, and then he's kneeling down, and then we get a flash of white, we're back in Jake's bedroom. Okay, okay, okay. And I have lots of questions. Okay, how does any of this work? It's, it's just like... Wait, it doesn't. It doesn't. Is the Elemis point just proven? Hey, look, you would have fucked things up real bad, dude. Yeah, I think so. That's a bad point and a bad way to show it. You already yeah. did this story. Twice. Yeah. One time you went to a bad future, and one time Jake got a slug in his head. He kn yes, we all know the stakes. We don't need... Uh, God, whatever. 
fucking whatever. Like, so this Jake... would have been so much more productive if the Elemist would have just slapped Jake upside the head and been like, Dummy, <laughs> you had one of these in your head. Your brother's one. You saw the future. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> oh, man. I would have been so happy if that was an actual line in the show. But instead, Jake gets up off the ground and he hears Cassie calling for him. So he gets up and goes to the door and Cassie's just got like a trade paperback comic book to return to him. Yeah, I guess. And Axe has something of earth shattering importance to show him. Yeah. And also Cassie tells Jake, here, I came to return this. I borrowed it. Was, did you just take that from his room? How did you get in his room? Was he maybe passed out on the floor moaning about a bad future? (laughs) (laughs) He's been out for days. Time has no meaning in this show. That's fine. Yeah, it could have been a month. Who knows? <laughs> so, yeah, Axe runs in, and this kid has so much bubble gum in his mouth. And he blows, like, a balloon-sized bubble while Jake just looks at him kind of creepy-like. And that, that's it. And no, see, Jake goes on about, like, we're not controllers. Like, they experience this same nightmare illusion. Yep. And he doesn't get it immediately that it was just him. Right. I thought this dude was kind of smart. Right, he's clearly never seen It's a Wonderful Life. (laughs) Neither have I, but I understand the plot line. And then Tobias lands, and he's like, Tobias, you're a hawk! You look great as a hawk! He's like, hey, thanks, I guess? I I ate a duck on the way over here. That's pretty cool, (laughs) right? Uh, And then Marco gets his second line of the show, and he's like, hey, what's, why are we doing this? Stop yelling about controllers in your house. And despite where there, Jake... where one lives, yeah, and you know he lives there. Yeah. Despite Jake very specifically telling Rachel and Marco, I have shit to do. I cannot hang out tonight. They both randomly show up at the house at the same time. Yep. Well, Axe had to blow a bubble. Right. I understand Rax, uh, Axe and Cassie being there. They didn't. They weren't told to not come over. <laughs> yes. At the exact same time is a bit of a coincidence, but a little bit. Um, and then maybe. they all wrestle on the bed? Except for Axe, who doesn't understand human customs. Or maybe I think just he's probably just as weirded out about these cousins yeah. as we are. Yes. It's like, as of right now, the bird is the most normal one here. <laughs> I, it is kind of strange that Jake goes, you look good as a hawk, Tobias. <laughs> I could kiss you. <laughs> and then it ends. That Graciously, it ends. And I will not, I don't care what y'all say about the actual lyrics, this song has to be It's All in Your Head. Or <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, it, it, it has uh, to be. It, it was, yeah, I don't know. They really fucked up. This was bad. And I'm also now very embarrassed that I've been mislabeling It's a Wonderful Life as Life is Beautiful, which is a very different movie. Okay. I d- <laughs> I just thought it was I, another movie with the same plot. I also thought that. I didn't. I no. haven't seen either of those movies, so I couldn't call you on it. Yeah, I meant It's a Wonderful Life, and I'm okay. going to blame it on the beer. <laughs> Don't look into it. <laughs> That's fine. I'm definitely well, not couple, just an give idiot. Give me a couple of good, clean It's a Wonderful Life, and I'll post them. <laughs> no, you won't. Yeah, he won't, because he's an <laughs> asshole. I might. <laughs> no, oh, I just know how much too. work that is for editing, and I'm not going to do that to him. <laughs> I'm going to live in my truth that I am an idiot sometimes who fucks names up. That's fair. And take another swig of this good, good beer. So, uh, Matt, you're the guest. Yo. What was the most turtle-rific part? Is that good? Is that supposed to be good? Because I've seen Next Mutation. 
Yeah, we kind of go both ways on it. Whichever <laughs> part stood out to you, really. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what Turtorvik means at this point. It's lost all meaning. Okay, this is going to be weird. Uh, and I mean, maybe it just... Oh, whatever. Who cares? It's Rachel's actor, Bru- Brooke. Oh, I just called her... I almost called her Bruce. Oh, dear. Um, Bruce Nevin is the lead actor in It's a Beautiful Life. <laughs> uh, Brooke Nevin. I'm going to give it to her because she does some acting in this whole show. She does. I don't know if it's good, but by God, she acted. She's doing her best. She's doing something. It's all we can And ask. it's more than anyone else was. Yeah. I think Brooke Nevin and Sean Ashmore are the best actors in this show. Oh, yeah. easily. I mean, the, everybody's pretty good, but Brooke Nevin and Sean Ashmore definitely stand out. They are the two who went on to have future careers as well, so that's, that's probably... Yeah, yeah. Fair. That I, says a I, lot. I usually like the guy who plays Vesser 3, but that's an easy character to play. Yeah, he's not yeah. bad. You just he's have to be willing to too, murder and monologue. That's not hard at all. Yeah. That's most actors' dreams, I would think. Yeah. That's that's a Saturday night. That's nothing. <laughs> Jake, what? what would you say is the most terrific part? Uh, the um, the Spider Club. <laughs> okay. But here's my question for you, uh, Matt. I don't know if you've seen this particular episode of uh, The Next Mutation, but Sky, <laughs> uh, where would you rather hang out? At the Spider Club, at a party at the Spider Club, mm-hmm. or the party at that abandoned warehouse that the turtles throw where they make everyone dress up. like The, uh, uh, the rave for the animals? Yeah, the rave for the animals where the guy from um, uh, Clockwork, Orange. Clockwork Orange shows up. Which party would you rather go to? Uh, well, I, would th- I think the Spider Club because, one, it's not interrupted by uh, a gang of thugs who want to beat people up oh, or yeah. some mercenary guy who's... Uh, trying to murder some turtles. Yeah, and while there are... And, like, we're, we'd be able to complete the, the party. And there's plenty of 15-year-old girls on ecstasy or whatever. That's true. Is that a requirement for your parties? <laughs> None of the ones I've invited you to. Oh, that's, thank you. Ooh. Also, there, while there are technically <laughs> monsters at the I think Spider I'm going to dub in 18. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, I please. mistakenly said 15. <gasps> yeah, mistakenly. That, that went real weird on me. Uh, Sorry, everyone. Just whole chunks of this episode to be left on you know the cutting room floor. We're not doing this one. I'm, I'm erasing the whole thing. Start uh, over! No, we're just moving on. Oh, thank God. Uh, Sky, what uh, did you think was the most turtle-rific part? Oh. Well. I don't know, man. There wasn't much here. There, there was, wasn't. It was wall-to-wall crap. Axe blew a pretty good bubble there. At he the really end. did. Yeah. Um, he was so proud of it. It's, the actor who does X is really good at selling it. I really I appreciate him committing to the character. Uh, so, yeah, fuck. Uh, Axe's bubble is, is what'll get it. That does seem like a strong play. <laughs> yes. So who was the most likable or effective character? That lion roared really well. <laughs> oh, yeah. We should look up that lion's name. That lion is long dead. <laughs> Well, yeah, but Aww. it still has a name. Oh, oh yeah, now right. I'm sad. Um, I don't know. Oh, uh, Tom's thug friends. Backwards they really hat. committed to the thug yeah. role, didn't they? They did, and they were the most effective. They got Tobias out of that club with no problem. Well, hold they on. Didn't they didn't get the him job. infested. Yeah. Well, 
maybe they're they're very letter of the law, and they say just get him out of here, not take him and infest him. I guess. <laughs> they also didn't get Jake to play basketball like they wanted to. Maybe they're not great at their job. That was in real life. Oh, true. Dreamworld thugs got it down. Oh yeah, you're right. I don't know what was what. It's all in your head. <laughs> That's in my hand. <laughs> oh man. Um I'm gonna give it to the Yerk inside of Jake's head who successfully took down the Andalite bandit through a I mean, very elaborate ruse that really shouldn't have worked, but did anyway. And should that... have been over a day earlier. <laughs> a ruse yeah. that involved a lot of cousin kissing. Yeah. I like because what was the plan to find the Andalite at all? Like, Probably whatever Visitor 3 had been doing in the real world that wasn't working. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, I think the fact that he happened to be the Andalite was just a coincidence. Yep. I think they were just dealing with a kid who figured it out up until that point. I don't know, man. But whatever whatever Yurk in there, he, he did a good job. Uh, so... Matt, would you care to tell us what you did for a pop culture palate cleanse after you watched this thing two times now? Um, well, I just watched it the second time like an hour or two ago. <laughs> uh, so I haven't done yet, except maybe beer. Um, <laughs> Beer's but the best. What I have done since the first time was I saw the new Jurassic World. Oh yeah? How was that? I have nothing to say about it. <laughs> That sounds like it is better than I had hoped. Yeah. I there there were there were some interesting parts and there were some bad parts, but nothing makes me angry or makes me excited, and the only interesting thing they put forward in the entire stupid movie is devoted to just like one plot point at the end instead of actually discussed or talked about or played with or anyone screaming the heads off about just how big a deal it is. That sounds about what I would have expected. I On the other hand, the there are a that. heap of dinosaurs that just straight murder a bunch of folks. I'm alright with that. I mean, that is kind of what you wanted to see out of that movie. Yeah, if you went to a Jurassic anything movie and thought that you were going to see just herbivores having a good day, um, go back to your reality, because that's not ours. <laughs> it sounds nice there, though. I mean, yeah, I assume they don't have a nightmare in their nation so <laughs> kudos i wish this movie had come out earlier or i had waited to read jurassic park in the lost world when remember that like month i was obsessed with jurassic park yes. uh, i got over it um <laughs> so i'm mildly indifferent to this movie now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i have i have no horse in that race like i enjoyed the first one and i was kind of out after that yeah, if we don't if we don't end up seeing it, I'll see it eventually, I guess. It'll be on TV at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. Katie hasn't seen Jurassic World, so we'd have to watch that to go see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. You that really would like have to, thing. yeah. You're just going to lay on your couch thinking about it, pondering whether or not you need to see it. <laughs> no, I'm good. Oh, okay. Uh, Jake, huh? are, are you all done with your pop culture palate cleanse? Yes. Okay. Jacob, what'd you do? Um, oh, I started uh, Lost in Space. Uh, the Netflix show? The new one? Yeah. 
Um, I don't care what anyone says. I love the movie from like 1998 with Joey. Why? With Joey because it's uh, it and Heather was Graham? Is Heather Graham in that. Yeah. Uh, yes. And Lacey Chabert and um, the guy John Hurt and Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. That's right. Gary Oldman is a very good villain in that. Yes. And in uh, also. I think I was like 13 when it came out, so I was the exact age you were supposed to be to love it. Uh, and the robot is the coolest robot. The big blue one, not the rebuild robot. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Anyway, <laughs> I just watched it recently. It's just as bad, but in the most fun way that oh, yeah. I like. But anyway, it's fun. I watched it's the new movie. show, and I think I'm three or four episodes in, and it is far more harrowing than that movie. <laughs> it is upsetting a lot. I find myself getting sweaty watching it. Yeah. <laughs> the first episode, you're introduced to five of the like seven main characters, and I think within half an hour, three of the five of them have something wrong, and <laughs> it's awful. And I'm like, there's so much show left. I know they're going to be fine, but... <laughs> so I recommend it. It's just fun science fiction, harrowing family survival. Nice. I'll finish it this week and let you know how it goes. Okay. The robot's scary as fuck, though. <laughs> I don't like him. Does he scream danger, danger, Will Robinson? He says it a lot. How could he not? Yeah. Also, I read... Um, I had started uh, that Jean Grey series, the Teenage Jean Grey. Did you read that? I Yes. Yes, I did. Um, I had read, like, three issues of it and then stopped, and then I finished the rest of it and read The Phoenix Resurrection. Um. And I feel like how Matt felt about Jurassic World. I just don't have anything to say about it. It was nothing. Yeah, pretty much. It was just a reason to bring back one and, and get rid, get of, rid of the other. No, she came back in the She end. is back? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm behind on X-Men. It's okay. You're not missing anything. I got them all. Oh, I j- actually, I'm behind on X-Men now, too. I just bought the rest of them. Um, like, ac- the actual titles. <laughs> Some of those are all right. I like those. It's the extra stuff that I'm not a big fan of. Um, but I think that's it. Sky, say some stuff. <laughs> Excellent transition, Jake. Thanks. Uh, I did a couple things. I watched uh, all Luke Cage season two. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, I I liked the first season too, but it's the uh, the second season has the same problem with the first, where Luke Cage is a bulletproof man who's super strong, so all of his fights go pretty much the same. Where he kicks in a door, some dudes. Look at him and they're like, well, I got to do it anyway and shoot at him because maybe this time it will work. And then he breaks their guns and punches them to death, you know, and slaps them or whatever. And that happens a lot. I mean, it's not a bad series. It's just kind of the stakes are low. I I heard the Iron Fist characters were much more tolerable with Luke Cage people writing them. (laughs) I didn't mind Iron Fist. I thought it was fine. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> it was fine uh, but yeah Danny Rand and Colleen Wing do make appearances I fucking love Rosario Dawson's character it yeah is... Night Nurse yeah she's great she's so good and she's excellent in this um, but then they send her away I'm so Boo. far behind on, on Netflix Marvel stuff that I'll never catch up <laughs> yeah the minute I figured out that they weren't ever going to even try to tie that any closer exactly. to the MCU I was like nah it was that and how boring Daredevil Season 2 was, aside from The <laughs> Punisher. Um, that's when I quit. Uh, it was fine. I mean, if you liked the first season, you'll like this one. 
I didn't watch the first season. Well, there you go. Uh, also, I saw The Incredibles 2, and that movie was awesome. Shh, we're going soon. Oh, uh, the good guys win. Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, it's it's so good. There's there's a lot going on there, and I really like. I don't usually like the elasticy rubber band person powers, but uh, Elastigirl uses them in such dynamic ways. Like in the Fantastic Four card, Fantastic Four cartoon of the '90s, Mister Fantastic was always just kind of yelling stuff and only using his powers to like reach for bits to build a gun or whatever, and he never used them in a cool way. But uh, Elastigirl, she's really neat. I really enjoy watching her do superhero stuff. Like she has like a motorcycle they... that'll separate in the middle so she can do weird jumps and stuff. It's almost like they took 14 years and took their time writing it. Right. And it was it's... really, really good. It's nice to not only have a really good Fantastic Four movie in The Incredibles, but to have a good Fantastic Four sequel in The Incredibles too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's so good. Um, uh, there is a character... Who has the most comic booky name? It's as though Jack Kirby wrote it himself, and his name is Windever. Oh, I love that already. I don't even know who it is, and I love it. Yep. Uh, and his sister, I think, is Sindever. I hate that. Me. I hate that too much. <laughs> Which is a solid sign that Jack Kirby had something to do with it. Right? Equal parts uh, love it and hate it. Yep, it's great. I highly, highly recommend it. It's it's such a good show. And also, of course, I watched BattleBots, and BattleBots is so good, y'all. There's a robot that's a hamburger. What? Sounds like it's right up my alley. <laughs> Their name is Battle Royale with cheese. That's had, amazing. It's got it's shaped like a hamburger, and it has a piece of bacon, or no, excuse me, it has it's a spinner blade weapon, and it's painted like a piece of bacon. That's it's incredible. Got an olive thing poked in the top, like you have. And they actually had a mini bot also that's a tinier hamburger that I forget the name of, but it was also a pun. And it's a flamethrower. <laughs> and it's great. Fucking watch BattleBots, guys. I'm going to keep talking about it. I'm not going to know if you do or not, but I'm going to keep talking about it. It's so I good. love, I just love remote control robot pro wrestling. <laughs> it's basically real life Pokemon when you think about it. And oh, that could is. be why I am completely all in, because you got fire and explosions and things that hurt themselves somehow when you don't really know and can't explain why. So the I'm... minute someone makes an Onyx-style <laughs> BattleBot, you're just done, right? I'll be good. Pop Culture Man. Failure became a BattleBots podcast so fa- so so gradually that <laughs> I didn't even notice. I cannot wait until you have to watch it all, Jake. It's going to be a very good episode. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to do an episode of that. Yeah, it'll be an excitement and not a failure, though. Yeah. Sky's going to p- handpick the best fights uh, so we don't have to watch 15 hours of BattleBots or whatever. I, I, mean, I unfortunately will. don't have the channel, so sometimes when I come here, Sky gives me highlights. But now we're just going to wait and do it for a podcast. I mean, knowing Sky, I would not be half surprised if he was just like, cool, so block off Saturday. We're going to watch 15 hours of BattleBots because they're all the best fights. That does sound like me. It's true, but I got a lot going on. Yeah, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't. That's why you're in charge of watching them all again and handpicking the best fights. <laughs> that's fair. I'm going to have to give just... you a number that's not 20. Oh, man. And there was a fight between a robot that has uh, a hammer weapon that shoots fire out of the hammer. I mean, that's robot... just perfect. It, 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 it's a lot flashier than it is effective. But it was going up one called Witch Doctor, and they built their robot, and they painted it green and purple, and they all wear, like, uh, 
Louisiana hats and beads and shit, and they and they put uh, armor to protect the vitals of the robot, but they made it like a rib cage, and it's so good. And that well, battle amazing. was so. Oh man, it went right down to the. Each battle's three minutes, and it went right down to the last second, <laughs> and it was uh, it was almost super upsetting, but it was so good. Do you just sit on all of this until you get to talking to a microphone all week? Well, also, I watched it this morning. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> but also, just, yes, that is what we yes. podcasters do. Yeah. I don't talk to anybody through the rest of the week, and then on the weekend, I will talk about things that I did. I'm fairly certain that the only person you talk to is me occasionally through text <laughs> until we talk on this thing. <laughs> That's not entirely incorrect. <laughs> I also talk to a lot of people at work. That doesn't count. Those it are people you have I to talk them. to. And on Twitter. That's true, I do Twitter. Yeah, you do. do. I, not, I should really probably use the pop culture failure Twitter more than I do. Uh, or give me control of it. I've offered, no, don't do that. No. Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> hire it out to a kid. Just don't type anything racist, please. Yeah, that's, that's inevitably always what happens. They forget to change from the one that they're being <laughs> paid to use to their regular one where they can spout racist things all they want, and they always post it under someone else's name. <laughs> and then we have to come out and be like, that wasn't us. We were hiring someone, which sounds like absolute bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, maybe you should do it. Yeah, and I'll just continue. To... <laughs> what we've gathered here is the system we have is working. Yeah, well enough anyway. But uh, I think that will probably do it for uh, this episode. Uh, Matt, why don't you tell us where they can find you on the internets? Oh man, it's been a long time since I've had to do this. Um, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter, at Matt Hoadley. Um, I have four podcasts currently. Um, half That is one half of a metric McElroy um, <laughs> by the Jake Mason measure. Um I have Fifth Draw Wild. That's a monthly pop culture kind of interview show. Uh, we have a really fun episode coming up in a couple weeks in July uh, about Into the Woods that I'm very excited oh, for people nice. to hear. I was um, just on it. We were talking about Power Ranger knockoffs. Yeah, that we, we revisited the Power Ranger knockoffs and made them actually better and less gross. Um, <laughs> well, we tried. Doesn't we tried. Uh, as always, whenever I mention that, I do want to preface this by saying, Hasbro, if you're listening, I am available and will gladly move, and I will not <laughs> ask what I'm worth. Um, give me a job, please. I also I'll have... Hand them out. I'll take one, too. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Both of us, please. Pack- package deal. Um, I also have a show called Hard Reboot that I do with Alan Sells and Jake Mason, where we take a public domain property and give it a modern reboot. It's a ton of fun. Um, our, our latest episode was one about Cinderella. It's going to be coming out, uh, oh shit, Friday. It's coming out (laughs) this Friday. I need to edit that. Um, (laughs) then I also have a show I do with Alan Sells called Forging Worlds, where we do world building for like a RPG Dungeons and Dragons kind of game from the ground up. And I have an actual play channel that I run kind of the core campaign for right now uh, called Grayscale. The channel is called The Lost Library. And it's a ton of fun. It's kind of spooky. We use Monster of the Week and my cast deals with uh, some of them being teens and all of them having to deal with monsters. It's great. <laughs> it's always a popular mix. Monsters and teens. 
teens. <laughs> also, and this isn't a podcast, but if you want to or give me even half a chance, I will yell about Gravity Falls forever. <laughs> because it's perfect. It's an excellent show. Just watch the dang show. It's really you nice. listening right now? If you haven't watched the dang show, just go watch the dang show. <laughs> I'm feeling attacked. <laughs> Have you watched Gravity Falls? I've watched episodes of it when I lived Go in the watch sky the dang show, watch Jake. It. Yes, sir. Sorry, sir. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he's seen uh, Weird Mageddon and no contact. Wait, you skipped that. to the end? Well, I was watching the end and he was in the house while I was doing <laughs> I it. I think I walked in and I went. So I know how it ends. <laughs> but if you don't know what led up to that, ugh, y'all should go watch the show. It's very good. And I have thoughts and feelings about it. And sometimes well, have, it makes me cry. I have six more episodes of Lost in Space, and then we'll see what happens. I also promised Sky to watch Hero Academia, but I like your idea better. <laughs> um, I, I have seen some My Hero Academia. I do not know enough about other animus to make the uh, Blonde Sasuke Green Naruto comparison but i am assured it's a hundred percent true uh but go watch a good show about a good boy that punches people real hard all right That's true. his first punch just shatters his arm useless it's pretty good <laughs> <laughs> but anyway you can follow us at failed pop culture with no e at the end you can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com you can follow me i am at sandwich surplus i'm at midwest love affair and uh, I do another thing. Uh, Pokemon Mind and Body is an actual play <laughs> RPG that I do also. Uh, we record infrequently, and I forget to talk about it. Uh, but we should actually yeah, I don't doing... think you've ever tweeted about it. I did when the episode came out, but that was a while ago. Oh. But uh, we'll, we'll be recording pretty soon, so we should have a new episode coming up probably within the next couple of weeks, question mark. Um, but in any event, thank you guys very much for listening. Matt, thank you so much for being on today. I know how much you must have hated this sort of time travel bullshit, confusing <sighs> as hell mess of a show. I, at least yelling about it with you guys was fun. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> I think the worst part is you're going to have to go watch It's a Wonderful Life in July. <laughs> I am not at all. I don't even watch it in December. Oh, okay. It's not it's a, a good w- movie for me. The best version of it is A Very Merry Muppet at Christmas. <laughs> it's mixed with all the other Christmas parodies at the same time. <laughs> if there's not a Home Alone parody in there, um, you're not going to sell it to me. <laughs> they didn't do it right. <laughs> I like the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia version. Oh, that is a good one, too. No, that's a Christmas Oh, that's Carol. Christmas Carol. Yeah. Sorry, that's my mistake. You dummy. I, that's just my favorite Christmas timey thing. I've never seen well, It's a Wonderful A life. Muppet Christmas Carol is the best version, so. Yes, it that is. is I'm on record. 100%. Not only is it just the best to watch, it's the most accurate. <laughs> Except for Very the true. two narrators and the two Marleys. Get out of here. <laughs> but in any event, thank you guys very much. We will see you next week with a new episode. Um, I, I tried up. to look it up, but the list uh, on Wikipedia is different than the list on Amazon. Uh, episodes Face Off, part one. So uh, look forward to that Nicolas Cage, John Travolta movie. I'm going to watch it so I can make references. I would honestly prefer if y'all just watched that and just tried to sell it as an Animorphs episode. (laughs) I mean, it's basically the same plot, probably. I doubt that entirely. (laughs) There's so much face touching in this show. Uh, Ew. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.